Welcome back to episode two of Michaela's monologue. So this podcast, I'm going to be learning more about the people and experiences that have had the biggest impact on creating the person I am today. The curtain is opening, and guess what? I'm on center stage. There's a lot that goes into shaping who I am. Like any good production, there is lots of behind the scenes, rehearsing, and changes that go into creating a successful production. I am kind of using this podcast as a way of looking at my life as a production in a sense, hence the title, Michaela's Monologue. I want to be authentic it to be an authentic replication of who I am, so it's important to take a trip down memory lane to see why this setup represents who I am. As we go through this episode, we will have a casting where we meet the friends and family that have been with me through everything, and the role models that have impacted me the most. Then we'll dive into the backstory of my life, find out where my family is from and our family dynamic, Next, the lighting and staging. What specific events or major things make up the bells and whistles of the current production of my life? So let's dive right in. Family has always been a really important aspect of who I am as a person. I grew up with my mom, dad, younger sister, and older brother. I am the middle child child, and have always shared a room with someone, except for when I was in a crib and now that my brother has moved out of the house. But family has really shaped me into the person I am today, so I am here with my mom, dad, and sister, and they are going to talk a little bit more about our family history. So kind of looking at how you were raised, um, and like just kind of how you grew up, how do you think that has had an impact on how that shaped you, whether that's like, Um, your family, like your family dynamic as a kid, or where you went to school, um, or just like how do you think your like childhood experiences impacted how you've raised me? Well, I grew up in a neighborhood with both of my grandparents. My grandma lived two doors down from me, and Out of my mom's six siblings, one, two, three, three of her siblings lived in the neighborhood, so there were four of them. So I grew up seeing my cousins almost every day. Um, It was a pretty common thing that we'd go to Granny's and sit on the porch in the summertime or in the winter. Um, The adults would hang out in the living room and the kids would go in the basement and play. Um, So family was a huge part of my life growing up. I spent more time with my aunts and uncles and cousins than I really did a lot of other people. Mm-hmm. And that was just a, um, really where I got to be who I was. You've raised me. Absolutely. I think it was a very important part to me that you knew your cousins and my cousins' kids are more like your first cousins and mm-hmm. Then 
and they're more like my nieces and nephews, their kids are. Yeah, like the titles on that side of the family, I don't understand at all because it's just... I don't know either of your parents' names. It is. So I think that that was such a huge part that I wanted to make sure that I shared that with you. You know, and I'm very fortunate that you guys were alive for a little bit while my granny was alive and that she got to know all three of you kids and that you got to know her. I know Megan was just a little girl when she, or only like two when she passed away, but she at least got to know all of you and you got to experience Christmases and the holidays with our extended family like we did when we were little. And that was always a really important part for me that you had those relationships with your grandparents too and were able to do those things with them. Mm -hmm. And I mean, one of the prime examples is like the Allwood Apple Festival, how that was a family tradition for us always to all go yeah. there and meet up there. And um, my Aunt Pat was the one that kind of started that and how that tradition has trickled down mm -hmm. um, through the generations now and it still continues to be an event that we all go to together. <laughs> Even like my extended cousins, like second and third cousins. So we grew up just knowing everybody. And we also went to the Catholic church in our neighborhood, Our Lady of Rosary. And um, faith was a huge part of our family. My dad was a very devout Catholic. My mom converted when I was in third grade. And um, my dad's family, my grandparents, um, that was a pretty common thing for us to go to mass with them on Sundays and then go out to breakfast and just being together. And it wasn't until I got older as an adult that I realized how much that really truly impacted me mm -hmm. um, and my faith and how strong it is. And, you know, then I also went to CJ and the University of Dayton. So my faith just continued to build. But I think that because I had such um, strong foundation and faith um, presented by my family. Um, and even though my mom converted, she still had a very strong faith and shared that with me as well. And so I had different um, views of religion, um, which kind of really did help when you're looking at things. So, <clears throat> And like, how do you think that that like family lifestyle has impacted how I've grown up because I know like with family parties and stuff like that it's always a good time and we're always at Aunt Kay's house for every holiday whether it's Christmas or New Year's or Fourth um, of July like any cookout we're always at her house Father's so Day. Father's Day yeah so how do you think that's do you think that's translated into how the church and our faith was at the core of everything. Um, my mother was <clears throat> from a very devout Irish Catholic family. Oh, yeah. My father yeah. from an incredibly devout French Catholic family. Um, several priests in the family tree. Um, St. Andre Bissette yeah. is a relative distant, albeit, <laughs> um, but is a relative. Mm -hmm. Um, so the church has been an integral part, um, of our lives um, and how I was raised. 
and some of the fondest memories I have of a as a child um, mm -hmm. and of the church are being at church, um, especially during the Triduum, the Easter Triduum, um, and the Holy Thursday Mass um, is probably my all-time favorite because I have fond memories of going there with my mom and my dad. Yeah. Um, so my parents were very, um, I guess, integral in, in instilling the church and my faith and what family was like um, in our just tight-knit, close family. Mm -hmm. um, it was an eye-opening experience when I met your mother and we started dating and got married because I was suddenly thrust into a whole lot of people <laughs> that were all around all the time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, so that took some getting used to. wasn't a bad thing, mm -hmm. but it took some getting used to because that's not how I grew up. Um, but I did learn and come to really appreciate having a lot of family around and having relatives around um, and being able to see family yeah. that, you know, was always around. Mm -hmm. um, and that was something that your mother and I agreed, you know, before we even had kids that mm -hmm. we wanted that to continue. We wanted our children to experience the same type of experiences. Um, and so I'm very glad that we were able to mm -hmm. have that with all of you guys and that you could know your grandparents and know your cousins and aunts and uncles. And um, even if we didn't see all of them all that often, yeah, they were within distance to do so. Right. And which was important. nice. Yeah. They weren't, you know, five states away or anything <laughs> right. like that. So, yeah. Um, so, uh, you know, how I was raised um with the morals and the and just the family values that we were given um it just seems natural to pass that on mm -hmm. um and i think your mother probably feels the same way um Absolutely. it's just because you know it's a cliche but it's how we were raised and yeah. you know and how you are raised tends to be how you will raise mm -hmm. um so in that sense, I thank my parents mm -hmm. because they raised me right, and quote unquote right. One thing that I'd like to add to that too is my mom and her <clears throat> siblings always would say, well, Mike's family is, they're just like ours. His <laughs> mom and dad are just like granny and pops were. Mm -hmm. And they'd always talk about how similar they were and their mm -hmm. values and beliefs and how much they always enjoyed getting together with them as well because they knew that they were from the same mold as we were. They're good people. They're yeah. good people. Yes. Mm -hmm. Um, And I'm like glad you talked about your faith too, because I think my family is what has shaped my faith the most um, because since a child like you guys were the ones that taught me what faith was like when I didn't know what a bible was you took me to bible school or um just I remember I don't ever remember starting to go to church I just was always there you know like the cradle catholic which I'm sure is how you guys were raised too mm -hmm. how we just went to like we went to Sunday mass as a family and that's just how 
that's how you grew up. Um, but when you started talking about the like Triduum and things like that, mm-hmm. um, I thought that was kind of, I didn't know that before. And I thought that was kind of cool because we've had a special connection um, throughout life with that Triduum Mass and like the Holy Thursday Mass. Um, so it's kind of, it's kind of cool to hear that story from you guys, because then it kind of confirms that like, it's how you were raised is actually how you were raised, whether you intended or not. Yes, because um, that was that was my mother's favorite night. Yeah. And so, and you know, everything trickles down. Right. And now it's one of my favorite masses <coughs> of, the, of like the like the church season. Um. And just like seeing how much faith has been important to you guys, has like also really been what inspires me to go out and learn more about my faith because i definitely think when i was younger faith wasn't as important to me it was just i went to church with my family i went to vacation bible school um i did things with the hartleys because they were a faith family too we had our christmas birthday parties (laughs) or jesus birthday parties at christmas time they were your non-relative relatives exactly yeah (laughs) um but like faith and seeing how and as I've gotten older I've seen it more of how um just that faith aspect and how family is connected through faith has been a big impact on like my life especially now at high school um because I think some of my most fond memories are from my faith experiences and like connecting with people and creating like a family bond with so you and Clayton have also been a huge impact on who I am today just because you've been my like friends when I didn't have friends because I lived at home with you and Clayton was the only one at school kind of situation. Yep. And so we just we lived together and like Clayton and I shared a room and you had your own room for a little while. Don't remember that. <laughs> <laughs> and then Clayton got too old, and you got too big for the crib, so then you swapped, and I got to keep you, and Clayton got his own room. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like, you guys have been my best friends and my biggest enemies at the same time. You're welcome. How that's possible, I don't understand. But, like, how I've always been, like, the black sheep between the two of you. Ah. How... <laughs> How you two are, like, exactly the same. Not exactly the same, but, like, (laughs) now we are. But, like, back then, I was the black sheep because you and Clayton had the same ideas and the same grandiose for our wonderful (laughs) newscast. You didn't get along, but you had the same exact ideas. (laughs) Um, But, like, I do have to say as we've grown up, though, that you and I have grown to have the same brain i don't know if it's because we've just been living in the same room for so long together and we've attacked each other so many times yeah maybe we've just grown out of that you can't have my barbies phase (laughs) (laughs) oh it i i love the fact that your mother and i met in a church choir Mm -hmm. um it is sort of cheesy but almost definitely (laughs) you know what i i it's my kind of cheesy. Uh-huh. Um, it's in it. And it's a little story, you know, the, those, how we met and all those little nuances are very unique to us. Mm-hmm. Um, not many people can 
tell that kind of a story about how they met with all you know with all those little nuances right so it's it's neat and i think um <clears throat> that it's kind of had an impact on who i am too just because like i've been given a gift through my voice because both of you are have like one you've been singing choirs and you had these beautiful voices um that you were determined <laughs> yes you have a beautiful voice uh... <laughs> <laughs> um that you guys like were gifted to share with your choirs and as I've grown up um you never really pushed for me to sing in choir or like do anything singing wise like that because one I was terrified to sing in front of people <laughs> but also um like as I've gotten older oh my goodness <laughs> um I've kind of like found a love for singing and a choir and I found it to be a true gift from God and a way of like connecting myself with my faith um and a way of connecting with other people so I think it's cool to think that my parents connected with each other through music and through their church choir because that's kind of how I find a way of connecting with other people is through my music with Christ not like that dad describe our relationship with Clayton in the mix like the three of us as a whole an adventure. <laughs> Elaborate. An amusement park. <laughs> Any particular reason why? You know, it's it's got its ups like a roller coaster because you know it's mm-hmm. fun times. Then mm-hmm. it's got its downs like waiting in line and just arguing and fighting. You know, mm-hmm. good food. Along the way. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, how would you explain how we all got along when we were younger? Uh, well, how did we all get best. along? Well, yeah. we, we had some fun times. One of my favorite memories of us when we were younger is snow days. Uh, because yes. um, Clayton, <clears throat> our older brother, he would make um, igloos. Out in the front yard, mm-hmm. um, because we live on a cul-de-sac, so all the p- snow got piled right by our house. And so he would, from all the snow on the street, would dig a hole in there and build up an igloo, and we were never allowed in. Mm-hmm. Um, and we would build snowmen. Um, but one of my favorite memories of he a snow day... He would us with snowballs. But yeah, we weren't fast too. enough to put them together. We could never figure out how to keep <laughs> them together. But one of my favorite memories was... The weather was really bad, and um, we all had gotten up that day, and we were like, "Let's have a new show. Let's make a new show." So we set up our we set up this whole entire thing. Um, We even made a script. We all put nice fancy tops on. Mm -hmm. Um, We all got mugs and we put chocolate Chocolate milk milk. in it to make it look like coffee because that's what we thought newscasters had was coffee because it made them look cool. (laughs) <laughs> and we made we like even took poster board and drew out maps and weather like the screen and Clayton made a camera out of cardboard mm-hmm. and we put on a full show. We did. We we I'm pretty sure we, we recorded saw it that. and everything. I'm pretty sure we saw the entire newscast. Mm-hmm. And we had some fun times. We have the time um when we did the drum set with those oh, cushions and I lost tooth. my tooth. <laughs> That was another snow day, I'm pretty sure. Oh, yeah, snow days were the best. Snow days were the best. But, I mean, we all sat our downs. We're siblings. We fight. Right. We argue. Exactly. And we make up. Mm Mm-hmm. 
For sure. And you do make it. We do. We yes. never did make it. Yes, we did. We, we did would not. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness, Megan. We did make it. But like, definitely, we were your like classic siblings where we'd play together and we'd have a good time, but then we would like hate each other for a little bit. But then like 20 minutes later, we were like, <sighs> gotta <laughs> give you a <laughs> Yeah, okay, Megan. But we would give each other hugs and apologize and be friends again. But I definitely think, like, how you guys, how we all grew up together was a big impact on how I, like, how I grew up and, like, how I've become who I am today. Because, like, living with you and Clayton, I had to learn a lot of patience. (laughs) (laughs) Because you two (laughs) are a lot sometimes. But <laughs> I mean that in the, the truth. I mean that in the nicest way possible. You were a lot sometimes. Too. I'm fully aware. But like this I def- after drama. A lot of- <laughs> hey. I think a lot of the like qualities that I find in myself I was able to like learn and possess because of growing up with you two. And I think having siblings. <laughs> yes. Um but also part of this podcast was telling people that like individual people that have impacted us the most. And I think my siblings, like Megan, you, and Clayton, which sadly isn't here right now, but you are some of the like most important people in my life, along with my mother. Thank you. And my father. Thank you. Um so yeah, just so you guys know, like you have had a huge impact on creating the person that I am today. Um, and it's cool to hear how, um, like, my history of how my parents grew up and how my younger sister grew up impacted my life. Glad yeah. I could help. <laughs> so we just heard a lot about like, my family history and where I came from, um, about how my parents were raised and how that kind of impacted how um, I grew up living as a in a Jetty household. Um, but I am more than just like what my family is. Um, there were lots of different makeups of who Michaela is and what kind of shaped her into who I am. Um, I like to think that I'm a pretty passionate person. So when I find something important to me, it usually becomes really big, um, a really big aspect of my life. Um, so um, I just want to touch on a little bit touch a little bit on things that were and continue to be contributing factors into shaping who I am today. So going way back to my roots, I have always loved to read um, and diving into a good book. When I was little, I was obsessed with Beauty and the Beast. Like Disney was such a big like aspect of my life, both like the Disney princesses and like High School Musical and Hannah Montana and things like that. But Beauty and the Beast was ultimately the most important, like, one of the most important things for me. Um, Belle was, like, my inspiration in life. Um, Basically, I thought I was Belle. I thought I looked like her. I acted like her. I just, I wanted to be her when I grew up. Um, And her story just really resonated with me for some reason. Um, I don't really know if it was the pretty princess with a flowing gown, ball gown, like the beautiful yellow, or her ability to find beauty in something as scary as a beast, 
or even if it was just like the talking servants um, like Lumiere and Mrs. Potts that made me like Belle. Um, but she has always been really important to me. Um, there are so many aspects of Belle that I just absolutely loved and looked up to. One aspect of Belle that I really loved um, was her love of reading, and that kind of inspired my love for reading, I think. My parents actually have pictures of me setting all of my stuffed animals up in a half circle around me, and then I would read to them like it was story time. Um, I would just have a stack of books sitting next to me, and all my stuffed animals were around, and we would just go one, like, book through, through book after book, um, together, just spending hours reading. Um, some of my favorite books were Wadney Watt, Tacky the Penguin, and the Little Critter books. Um, those are ones that I used to read with my dad and mom, um, and they were just always, we always had them at the house, and we had, like, five or we had like so many of each of those books too um so i have lots of other favorite books too but those are just a few um another aspect of belle that really inspired me as a little girl was how different she was from everyone else in her town um there is in fact like an entire song dedicated to the villagers singing about how different she was from her. Like, there's lines of, um, she's strange but special, and how she's a funny girl, and different, and the line different from the rest of us. Um, but she didn't care at all. Like, she continued to keep on living her life, and she wanted, um, like, her life as she wanted to, and she was totally authentically herself, um, and she didn't really care what anyone else thought. Now, as a little girl, I, like, didn't know what authenticity meant or anything like that, but I just thought it was so cool how she didn't really care what other people thought and how Gaston was, like, some, this big burly man, but she didn't need him. Um, that, like, books were better than boys kind of thing. But also, um, I think I really took that to heart of just being different from everyone else and not expecting to be what others like, what everyone else was doing, like, to follow the crowd, um, but Belle has always been a role model for me, for sure, she inspired me to be different, and to look for beauty, um, in everyone I met, no matter what, and I think she's part of the reason I am so fond of meeting new people, and making connection with other people, because I know what is important, and I don't expect material things in people, um, and I find so much joy, and like finding what's deeper in someone and having like a deep conversation with people rather than just talking about like their clothes or their shoes kind of thing. Um, and being able to be like truly myself with other people is really important and not changing for any reason because of what someone else thinks. And I think Belle is really what inspired me to keep that mentality. Um, as a young girl, but as I've continued on through life too, I still look up to a Disney princess as ridiculous as that sounds. Um, she's always been really important to me in that sense. Um, but going back to books, along with reading, um, making me act like, helping me like act like Belle, um, they were also an escape from reality. Growing up, life wasn't perfect. 
Yes, like I explained in the last episode, I have a good family and we have a decent life together, but we are all still human and face daily struggles all the time. Um, One daily struggle when we were all younger is a lot of my family deals with mental illness like ADHD and anxiety um, and some forms of like bipolarness. And being a little kid, I didn't understand what that meant or what was going on. Um, And so there's a period in my life when my family was trying to figure out medicine doses and how um, to like balance out my some of those like illnesses that some of my family was dealing with. Um, and how that would impact them and our family life just in general. Um, But it was a really long process to find the right ones, and it led to a lot of chaotic nights and um, gave me lots of reasons to want to escape um, anywhere and just not be where, to just be anywhere but where I was. Um, And reading kind of became an outlet for me, When I read, I was transported to another world. Um, I couldn't hear what was going on around me, and I didn't have to feel scared or alone or anxious about what might happen um, once everyone calmed down. Um, I could just let go and disappear for hours. Like I would go crawl up in my room and my bed under my blankets, and I would hold my reading light on my book, um, and I just would close my door and be away for hours and wouldn't have to talk to anyone. Um, So reading kind of gave me an out when I didn't really know how else to react to a situation I didn't understand. Um, But it also helped me uh, with my imagination and inspired me to use my brain in creative ways that might not make sense in reality, but was always a fun way to just escape and be a child for a little while. Um, So that kind of leads me to another aspect of my life that has had a big impact Um, like some people that have had a big impact other than my, like, mom and dad and my siblings was the Hartley family, um, and their imaginative selves. Um, us Jetties basically grew up with the Hartley family. Um, we seemed to always be at their house, whether it was before school or after school. We even seemed to end up at their house on snow days, in the summer, or, like, on holidays, things like that. Um, it just didn't matter. The Hartleys and the Jetties, um, we were in it together. This family has had such a big impact on who I am today. Mrs. Hartley is like a second mom to me. Um, she like drove me to school. She picked me up from school. She made me snack. Um, she was even my religion teacher eighth grade year. We've gone on trips together. Um, just, she was a really big role model, both as a human being and how she treated other people and how she saw other people, but also how her faith was so important to her. Um, Just because faith is an important aspect of my life. And that came from the people I grew up with of like how my family grew up with their faith Um, and just seeing how she treated her family and how she led her family in faith too. um, seeing that aspect in another family was really important for me too. Um, but Andrew and Connor were like brothers. They were always picking on us and pestering us with Clayton. Um, and Sarah was just like a big sister. She was someone I could talk to and we would go on adventures together in their backyard or just really anywhere. Um, or the best was when we would gang up on Kate and Megan. (laughs) Um, we would just, 
be big sisters to them and we would gang up on them but they always found a way to get back at us they would either like bring it up with mrs hartley or our mom and make us feel bad because we were picking on the younger kids but it was always fun um I remember we would carpool home from school at St. Chris, and when we got home, we were told we had to stay outside the whole time. Like, Mrs. Hartley wouldn't let us in the house unless we were eating our snack, doing homework, or going to the bathroom. Like, we had, she said, it's, the weather's nice, get it some fresh air, go outside. Um, and so that was kind of really where our imagination was sparked the most, um, just that aspect of being able to be with those people, kind of how I was talking about our my siblings, having that adventure together, um, having the Hartleys and having that imagination game was really important in helping me see how creative I can be and how important um, just letting go of everything and seeing beyond what's just around us and having that opportunity to um, just have an imagination and have something fun that's not expected was really important in shaping who I am. Um, this family also shared our love of Taylor Swift and High School Musical in Hannah Montana. I think we even went to go see Hannah Montana and Miley live concert when it was in the movie theater. Um, so that was really fun. Um, I think it was 3D too. Oh gosh, that, that was wild. <laughs> um, but after that long rant, these people, they were huge inspirations in who I am today. Their love of family always inspired me and made me want to want that with my siblings. Um, I connected with their love of nature. We went on so many walks in the woods together. And their spiritual life gave me a really good foundation of what faith is and why it is important, even if I didn't fully understand it at that time. But looking back, all of those birthday parties for Jesus at Christmas time or our Good Friday hangouts um, time between church um, were some of the most cherish cherished memories I have with this family. And I am, uh, I am so blessed to have, um, have had them in my family and most definitely would not be the person I am without them. Uh, lastly... I think performing arts is one of the biggest impacts of my life and creating the person I am today. Um, theater is a big thing. I'll just mention it, but I'll talk about it later um, in a later episode. But um, just performance in general was important. I played the guitar and clarinet um, and I sang and I dance. So one of the biggest things of um, who I am is I like claim myself as a dancer um, and it has been a huge part of my life since like before I can remember. Apparently I was doing somersaults in my mom's stomach before I was born. Um, and then after that I came onto the earth as, um, I got bigger. I started doing flips around the house and just, I would turn on music and just dance around the house in any way I could. Um, and now I don't fully remember this, but my mom told me that she's like, um, or her, she was thinking, I better put her in dance classes before she hurts herself. Because apparently I was like flipping around everywhere, um, finding ways of how I could like move myself in ways that probably shouldn't do on my own. But And she told me that even my grandma was like, um, yeah, you better just put up the idea like 
just she's going to be a dancer this is probably going to be her thing so just be prepared for that and she could not have been more right um after that first dance recital I just looked like it was history here I am 15 years later um I'm still at the same same studio Miss Leslie's it's in Englewood um and I could not imagine my life any differently some people can look back and think of like how their life would be different if they weren't a soccer player or if they didn't weren't a musician they have that one thing that was like their thing when they were younger and they can go back and sometimes they can think of their life without it and how different they would be but for me I just I don't see life without dance um I can't even imagine who I would be if I wasn't a dancer or if I didn't have that aspect of my life in my past um dance is just so important in who I am um yeah and so I like even included them I wanted to talk to my dance teacher and one of um my the other assistant teachers that were there because they are have had such an important part in shaping who I am um so here's a little bit of our conversation Um, do you remember anything about my very first year of dance? Or like when I started or was starting out? I remember you were good from day one. You Uh just automatically were. Because I remember your ballet class. Remember Mm -hmm. when you first did ballet? Mm -hmm. Yes, you were always good. You were always gifted from the first day. Well, thank you. What's the next one? Oh, there it is. Um, when you think of Michaela in dance, what do you think of? Beauty, for <laughs> sure. Um, I love watching you dance. I've always loved watching you dance. Even just in there, I said something. I'm like, how is this kid, like, just come to dance? I can't even get my leg up past <laughs> my waist, and I've been here since we started. I don't know. I feel like there's a confidence about you that I don't think you realize that you have. You will realize it, but I don't think you realize that you have it now. So... It's just effortless for you. I think that's what makes it amazing to watch. Super effortless. Man, like, I can't do that, but it's super effortless. So, okay. beautiful. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Um, that means a lot. It really <laughs> does. Um, Just because, like, I, kind of what I said earlier, like, you've been one of the, like, biggest people at the stands. Like, besides Miss Leslie's, yeah. you've, like, always been there. And you were saying how you looked up to people like looked up to your teachers and Mm -hmm. you were that person that looked up to me so you were kind of like a dance mom kind of thing here because you've like always been there and you've always been that person that (laughs) (laughs) you've been like as I was thinking of like people that have impacted my life Mm -hmm. and like through those things that are so important to me like you were way up there as someone that I've always yeah you just don't realize it I guess Mm -hmm. (laughs) when I think of Michaela as a dancer First thing I think of is a very hard worker. She gives 110% every time on every step. And the fact that she is a wonderful human being. I love how she hasn't changed, how she never went through teenage years. She's just always been a very good human being. And that's accredited to her parents' upbringing, I'm sure. But it's very unusual for me to see somebody that 
is raised mm -hmm. that way. And beautiful dancer. <laughs> well, thank you, Miss Leslie. Quick learner. <laughs> um, have you? How have you seen me like grow since I started dancing, both like as a dancer and just like as a person in general? As a dancer, you've just continually gotten better and better. As I said, you're, you're such a hard worker. You do everything perfectly. And in my, I love saying things like this. But like tonight, Miss Jessie and I was saying, it's the first time you've been here in a while. Mm -hmm. You start doing leaps down the floor and they're beautiful. <laughs> like you've been practicing them every day and you haven't been here for a while. So you're just very good and you work hard. And I don't know if you have observed it, but like some of the other girls, you can tell when they go down the floor and they kick like little grannies <laughs> and you kick like, boom, like a rocket right away. I never have to say try harder, never have to say point your toes, straighten your legs, whatever I've taught you over the years, you do every time. And as a person, like I just said, you're just a wonderful young lady. I'm very proud of who you are. And you're very considerate, you're kind, you're thoughtful, you're good to Danny, who is a special needs person. Some people aren't patient with her or take the time to talk with her. Mm -hmm. You're just a very kind, loving, compassionate person. And I can tell that has come from your parents. Mm -hmm. For sure. Very cool. Um kind of like going off of that how have you seen dance shape me into who i am today like how have you seen me just kind of grow up confidence either, i like, think mm -hmm. i feel like when you were younger you were a little bit shy oh yeah <laughs> didn't really talk and now you're not like that you know what i mean like mm -hmm. i feel like it has opened you up a little bit in mm -hmm. that sense to where you're not as i mean i was the same way you kind of remind me of myself when i was younger mm -hmm. because i just didn't ever, didn't talk you know what I mean like yeah but I feel like the longer that you've been here you're you've definitely opened up you know what I mean like you come yeah. and you talk like you, everyone like enjoys having you in there like it's just fun so I think just confidence breaking you out of your shell a little bit mm -hmm. I think that's it's helped a lot performing for sure and I know you do a lot of things with school but mm -hmm. dance is just I feel so critical when you have done it your whole life right it was yeah. like that foundation of like yes because I remember being little and I don't actually remember this very much but apparently my first year I like cried the entire time before the recital Aww. um and then like afterwards I like ran up to my mom and I was did you sign me up like I'm ready to go can we do it again <laughs> yeah I think it's that rush like you yeah. are scared at first and then when you do mm -hmm. it you're like okay that's I mean I still I've been dancing for 25 years and I still get nervous like oh yeah definitely nervous, right but it's so much fun while you're doing it you know? right but I for sure would say just breaking you out for mm -hmm. sure. I think yeah. I've, we've, I've seen you grow a little bit more. Each recital, you see a little bit more of a smile on you my do. face. Because I remember not smiling at all. Because I would like, <laughs> look on the wing. <laughs> be like, what's Jesse doing? <laughs> Am I doing the right thing? Yeah, see? But now that you, you're there long enough, like, you mm -hmm. know, you, I don't know how you do it. I don't know how you come in with uh, and learn those dances and the amount of girl i don't either i have no idea how that happened <laughs> I, i'm struggling starting in january i hope you keep the same sweet personality that you've all, all 
always had and don't change in the future. Mm -hmm. And I hope and pray that you can do something with your dancing, whether it's with your theater, um, mm -hmm. through your church. Definitely. Once you're gone from here, I hope <laughs> you can continue it and always, always remember me with loving, kind thoughts. <laughs> oh, yes, for sure, Miss Leslie. <laughs> I'm going to miss you. Mm -hmm. Well, it's definitely a big piece of my life. Like, it started a dance or a gold award project for Girl Scouts, and mm -hmm. it started like an inspiration for my capstone. And it's just like a piece of who I am. Like I always can tell when I haven't been to dance because like I start dancing around the house and driving <laughs> my family crazy. <laughs> because you need to go back. It's to like I like I am a dancer. Like yeah. it's just and so yeah. I like can't I can't think about it because you continue doing it whether it's mm -hmm. through school or not. So as you can see, dance has always been my thing. Um, you can just tell by how my dance teacher talks about it um, from like the moment I started to now, like it's just kind of been my thing. Um, and I've never really noticed that. It's just always been there um, for me and, and it never disappeared when I needed it the most. Um, when I talk about books being an escape from reality, going to dance class, dance class was like transporting into another world um it was just an outlet for me to just be free and express myself without having to say anything um I'm not a very like um talkative person when it comes to my feelings um I like to keep things to myself for the most part um and not worry other people um and so when we were going through that rough patch dance was like my second home um, and it was a way for me to let my voice be heard. Um, so I didn't see myself as like being a good dancer or anything like that. It just was a way for me to express. Um, and I could just leave it all out on the dance floor and no one would judge me. Um, dancing, it, it like gives me life and it inspires me to keep taking on the world one day at a time. Um, even as my life got crazy in high school with like cross country and the musical and all things like that. Um, and now I'm thinking about moving to college. One, it just breaks my heart thinking about dance might be coming to an end. Like it'll never end. I will always be dancing. I know that just because dancing's in my heart, it's in my blood. Um, it's just who I am, but my dance family was still right there waiting for me and is, was excited to have me back at the studio. Um, and that just, it like warms my heart and I get emotional just thinking about how important those people were to me um, and shaping who I am, um, especially like Miss Leslie. She was my teacher from day one um, and she's like always seen potential in me and she's always pushed me to keep improving and um, see how much, how more, how much I can improve. Um, and she's just really inspired me to keep dancing and to keep teaching dance. Um, but Miss Jessie is also someone that I look up to from my very first year at dance because um, she was like one of the like high school teachers she wasn't in high school anymore like she was out of college slash in college um, but there's like there's a saying that you shouldn't meet your role models um, but with her I was able to grow up and like watch her grow as she like watched me grow and helped me grow into who I am today um, 
she helped mold me into some like dancer that just loves to be there and loves the art form instead of just like being forced to dance like there's some people that they start doing an activity when they're younger and they just pound and pound and pound through it to get good at it but by the time they get to high school or after high school they're just burnt out from it um but with dance I like I don't feel burnt out at all it's just something that feels like it could go could go on forever um and Miss Jessie was one of those first people to help me see that in myself um And now I even get to dance with her and it blows my mind every single time. Like I didn't think when I was younger, I was like, she's a God basically. Like she's so much higher than I am and I will like never be on her level. Um, So like getting to dance with her and having her like see me improving and dancing with her is just hearing her talk about her, like how she's seen me grow was a really cool aspect of like this project. Um, but yeah, and without dance, like, I don't know who I would be, like, without those people and those teachers in my life, um, I would, like, definitely not be the person that I am today. From my first recital, I started out crying and refused to go on stage, um, but, like, soon my little pebbles outfit with my, like, sparkly Flintstones costume and my Bam Bam bat, um, I like after the dance I came running up to my mom and I was like did you sign me up did you sign me up um I'm ready to do it again and I was just so excited like after that recital the rest was history like here I am today it's just who I am I'm a dancer um but like seriously dance has been such an important aspect of my life um it's given me like a confidence and a sense of purpose um and it's given me a strength within myself, um, something that, like, when I get to a move that I don't understand, I can keep pushing, and I um, eventually figure out how to do it, and there's just something so accomplishing and so strengthening about learning the choreography and being able to express that emotion or that feeling that you have that day and just leaving it all on the dance floor. Um, It's, yeah, dance has just given me the confidence to understand Um, why that form of expression is so important to me and why having that family is so important to me. Um, So yeah, those are some things that are like really important to who I am. Um, So thank you for tuning in. I'm going to end it here. So this kind of concludes um, the end of episode two of Michaela's monologue. There is so much more into who I am from my history, um, but I'll just keep it to a few of those simple things that have had such a big impact on me. Um, If you enjoyed this, um, tune in next week or next time for my, for episode three, where I will be diving deeper into like, the theater aspect of my life. I'll be focusing on um, one specific event that has really shaped who I am today. Um, So tune into that because it's going to be a good time. Um, But thank you. I hope you enjoyed this episode um, and you kind of have a better sense of who I am. 
um, and kind of where I came from. So thank you for listening to Michaela's monologue.